Should I redo the intro? I'm going to redo the intro. (laughs) Welcome to Internet Aesthetic, a podcast about the internet aesthetics, culture, and media. We're two Vietnamese-American women who live in a society, and we're here to analyze it. Grab a snack and hang out with us. Hi, Isa. Hi, Lisa. Today, we're going to be doing a different kind of episode. We're doing an aesthetic generator episode. Potentially recurring (laughs) type of a thing depending on how it goes. Yay! So excited. So the idea is like, uh, we have this aesthetic generator that we can also link, and then we're just going to see what we get, and <laughs> then discuss <laughs> what we think about the aesthetic. Uh, like, what kind of activities we think would be associated with it, um, the kind of clothes and style, like the colors and like the mood board mm-hmm. media, and like, what's the the problematic dark side of this <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like yeah. every aesthetic nowadays has some kind of problematic dark side. Wait, so how, how did you find this generator? I, it m- might have been like a TikTok trend <laughs> or a Tumblr thing. Like, oh, like find out what your aesthetic is <laughs> type of it. It probably was on Tumblr, actually. But Yeah, I see it is on Tumblr. So it looks like the format is, it's just... A very simple website with a button that says generate. When you click it, there is a two-word aesthetic. And it looks like a randomly generated adjective and noun. Or they could both be nouns. I'll click generate. Okay, the aesthetic I got was carnival dinosaur. Carnival dinosaur. (laughs) Wait, I feel like when I first found this link, the aesthetics were like more actual aesthetics and now they're just because i i also generated something and mine is soccer volcano and i don't know what to do with that we just keep clicking on them until it makes sense (laughs) okay i can take a stab at carnival dinosaur and if this goes nowhere we can keep generating until it makes sense maybe we can find a better generator (laughs) this is cool though we can yeah we should should we try carnival dinosaur then or just keep trying yeah yeah let's try carnival dinosaur okay so immediate color palette i'm thinking rainbow i'm thinking four-year-old boy bedroom so Mm -hmm. (laughs) um reds blues i'm thinking kid core honestly like a more edgy Mm -hmm. kid core the carnival part i don't know that throws me in for a loop I was thinking like a car a carnival, but instead of like lions and tigers, <laughs> dinosaurs. it's dinosaurs. Me too. Yeah. So maybe it's like more of um like a a jungle carnivore. Mm. Like what's that one restaurant? Oh, Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's something kind of like that. yeah, kind of like kind of gimmicky. Yeah, like very like tacky, lush and green. Oh yeah, yeah. But there's like a ring of fire <laughs> for them to jump through. <laughs> so if someone had a carnival dinosaur aesthetic, what activities would they do? Um, they would go to the carnival <laughs> and the natural history museum. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe they'd like be really into like gymnastics mm. and like trapeze and like all that like rope. Yeah, yeah. Thing, but they would also really like going to the museums maybe like a career could be like a paleontologist oh, yeah yeah or something That's i don't cool. know <laughs> it's like two very different vibes like i'm thinking like a paleontologist outfit but then like make it carnival <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah like a fun paleo like it's like a tv paleontologist like they're on a, mm. a show for kids and it's like kind of wacky yeah 
Now I'm thinking Miss Frizzle. Oh yeah, wait. That <laughs> that is it. Miss Frizzle is a pop culture example of carnival dinosaurs. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Is there a dark side? <laughs> what would be problematic about carnival dinosaurs? Uh maybe animal exploitation. Mm. Wait, no, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like romanticizes. <laughs> Romanticizes uh, dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There would be discourse about how dinosaurs in real life would eat you or something. Yeah, yeah. Unrealistic <laughs> expectations for what dinosaurs can and cannot do. Okay. Okay. That was fun. <laughs> okay, good, good warm up one. Yeah. Mine was soccer volcano. Uh. Soccer volcano. Yeah. So I'm thinking uh, like a soccer player by a volcano. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I thought of like a retired soccer player who decided to spend their their retirement on like a, a tropical island. I don't know. Ooh. Soccer volcano? Maybe it's like a crossover between like sporty and beachy. Well, no. Volcano is more aggressive than beachy. <laughs> Living life on the edge. Yeah. I'm going to try and find a different generator. Okay. So this aesthetic generator lets you choose how many aesthetics to generate. You can have optional, like it generates colors for you. Um, So the first one that I got is Love Tech. And then it like, it even tells you, honestly, this makes it too easy. (laughs) (laughs) It like even tells you like what the aesthetic is about, right? Which is like, like for love, it's like Valentine's, hearts, manufactured romance, <laughs> chocolate, love letters, angels, wholesomeness. And then the tech part is like engineering and technological innovations involving the love theme. What? Implies some aspects of futurism. Wait, that's so cool. I know. It's like the kiss quotient. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> or love hypothesis. <laughs> These are... Oh, did you read Love Hypothesis? I'm reading it right now. Love Hypothesis is a book about a girl with autism or an aspiring PhD with autism who accidentally kisses like her advisor. (laughs) Wait, okay. I heard that that book is actually like Raylo fanfic. No way. (laughs) I believe it. So much of like these romance books are literally just like from fanfic authors. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Wait, did you like it though? Because honestly, I really like the kiss quotient and I really need something to read. <laughs> I'm only on page... What page am I on? I just started today. I'm on page like 18. And I like it so far. The pace is weird, but I like it. Mm. It's enjoyable. I like the characters. Okay. I will let you know though. <laughs> I'll give it a try. It sounds very love tech. Well, it's not really tech. She's in more like biological sciences but Mm. yeah the kiss quotient is love tech (laughs) (laughs) with a side of uh like fake relationship (laughs) type stuff (laughs) yeah uh wow this makes it too easy (laughs) do you okay i i got one um but i think it's kind of cute it's jam punk so jam is some associated phrases are 
picnics, gingham patterns, pastries, baking, fruits, and sustainability. And punk is themes of rebellion against the status quo and progress to a certain future involving the jam theme. I don't really know how to visualize this, but it's really cute. Like edgy It's like witches. It's, or, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was thinking edgy cottage core. Yeah, like edgy cottage core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like making jam because you want to like, I don't know, not support capitalism and like buying yeah. sweaters or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, wearing like your your prairie dress, but with like um your Doc Martin. Boots. Yeah, I love that. Wait, <laughs> that's like that's such a look. I love it. Or like spiking, spiking your pastries with like alcohol or something. I don't know. Ooh. Okay, is there another generator you found or? Oh no, okay. I really like this generator. Yeah, I like this too. <laughs> Very helpful. I think I'm pretty off base with like the other one. What did you get next? I got Junk Wave. Junk Wave. Which, like, is about scavenging, garbage, technology, (laughs) recycling, sustainability, metal, or broken technology. And then the wave part is the surreal and nostalgic expression of the junk theme implies some musical aspect. Which, that reminds me, like, I remember there was, like, a Tumblr post talking about how somebody went through like a landfill and found i think it was like yeah in like like arabic like mp3 players or something and like they just played it and it was like i don't know it was incredible that is exactly relevant to this aesthetic (laughs) that's so cool yeah it's like you're foraging for for music that kind of reminds me too there was i forget like a pretty famous video game designer and he was commissioned Mm -hmm. to make i think the E.T. video game back in, like, the 90s or early 2000s. It was such a flop. Such a flop that they, like, took all of the E.T. games that they produced. I think it was, like, something in the hundreds of thousands. And they went to some random desert in the U.S. and just, like, buried them all. And now, like, they're trying... I think in the article I was reading or the book I was reading, someone remembered the existence of the E.T. game and wanted to track down all of the games that were buried and so like there was a whole excavation effort to find like the spot in the desert and it turned out to be like this giant junkyard where all these different companies would dump their shit that didn't sell and like they, they found it they found the hundreds of thousands of like et nice. games but yeah i don't know it's not really music related that's cool though i i also like this idea of like going into a junkyard and finding things to make music with <gasps> oh I don't know, like cans and like yeah. buckets. I don't know. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> and then like for the optional colors, it's like a gray and then like a bluish gray. <laughs> but then there's also like this pink. They call it cornflower lilac, which is interesting. That's the cutest name ever. <laughs> okay, your turn. <laughs> okay, I got void core. So void is nothingness, rejection of humanity, mystery, complete darkness, and unreality. So like the void Ooh. and then core, it's it's just a way to emphasize the thing. So to embolden the voidness, <laughs> the optional colors are evening sea, which is like a forest green, Ming, which is like a like an aqua and then spring rain, which is like a pistachio green. I, oh, I'm surprised there's not like black here. I right? I was gray. like, oh, it would be so funny if it was just black, black, black. <laughs> nothingness Ah, rejection of humanity it's like nihilism yeah that's what i was thinking too nihilism apathy 
depression. So what are some associated emo? Yeah. It's like, it's like another it's like the resurgence of emo <laughs> culture. Isn't that trending now with the Gen Z? No, I'm I'm thinking of Are you thinking like of E girls? Yeah. E boys? Yeah. <laughs> are E girls void core? No. I don't think so. They're more like goes into like the whole like kawaii. Yeah. Almost like pornographic that's right yeah voidcore feels less opinionated oh you know you know what voidcore makes me think of there was like that one comic where it was like oh i i got you a cookie but i eated it (laughs) do you remember that no (laughs) wait okay oh my god no i have to look this up now okay (laughs) maybe space is voidcore maybe elon musk is voidcore rejection of humanity yeah. Oh yeah, it's a it's Pon and Z. Oh yeah, it does give that vibe. Was it always in the internet? Yeah, this was probably like high middle school, high school emo days. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing this this imagery on um like on MySpace or early Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Aww. Are the colors actually similar to this? They actually are. It's like that same sage green, the same blue. Okay. You're right. We nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it, Lisa. <laughs> it's actually also the same color palette as like the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, which gives me mm. void core vibes too. Okay, your turn. <laughs> okay. Oh. Vampire core. Easy. Vampire Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gothic, fantasy, ghosts, archaic fan- fashion, mansions, nighttime. And then cores to embolden or uplift the vampire theme. This is like a good way to like learn the suffixes. Yeah, yeah. Of aesthetics. <laughs> Syntax lesson. Colors. It's like a brown, a dark gray, and then like an apple red. Mm. Much like Twilight. These are musts. Yeah. So the media. I don't, I don't know if there's a lot to say about this. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. What would be the problematic dark side of vampire core? <laughs> I mean, I feel like you just need to look at what debates went on during Twilight, which was like, oh, what about the age gap between Edward oh, yeah. and Bella? <laughs> hundred years too long. I feel like I've never seen a non-white vampire in media. Mm. Are there Asian vampires? In the Twilight movies, there were, like, like black vampires. Oh! But they were, like, I think they were paler oh. than they would normally be. Oh. It's been a long time. I haven't watched okay. it in a while. That makes sense. Yeah. That reminds me, though. I saw... Have you watched Euphoria? Or, like, no. have you heard of Euphoria? I heard of it. I see, like, clips of it, but I haven't watched it yet. I'm too scared. Yeah, I haven't watched it either, but I saw recently, like, some criticisms of, like, oh, like, why aren't there any Asian characters? In this TV huh. show. Because it's an otherwise pretty diverse show, right? Wait, isn't there I one Asian so. guy in it? I think it's half I don't of... know. I saw, like, a TikTok. Like, there's been this, like, um thing, this trend where it's like, oh, when you go to Euphoria High School or whatever, <laughs> but, like, you, you first, the first shot is, like, you show up, like, all really plain and, like, in normal average everyday clothes. And I guess the joke is that, like, you have to show up, like, all decked out in makeup and, like, crazy fashion or whatever. <laughs> But then, like, this Asian guy shows up, and then he disappears because there's no Asian characters oh my God. at that high school. 
Wait, that's pretty sad. Yeah, so the I think like the the tweet was like, oh, like at least have an ABG, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. They always know how to deck themselves out. Like an EDM festival. Yeah. Like that's, ABG. That's like come on. <laughs> this is only tangentially related, but I learned recently that like the OG ABGs were actually Vietnamese Americans in like the '66. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They actually get us fuck. They were literally gangsters. Like, they. <laughs> Yeah. Do not mess with them. <laughs> anyway. And now ABGs are just like like actual babies. Yeah, they're actual babies. <laughs> they're little boba babies. <laughs> I got surreal academia. So surreal oh. is illogical scenes, unreality, distortion, abstraction, and humor. And academia is passion for learning. So surreal academia would be passion for learning about the surreal theme using surreal mm. to shape your perspective and philosophy so that's really cool the colors are like a an icy blue straight up black and like a light brown so i'm thinking like a surreal academic aesthetic would include someone studying like surrealist art like salvador mm-hmm. dali um dada is a dada is also surreal yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah i was also thinking they'd probably take like um acid yeah yeah they would to t- really yeah. really get it or like mushrooms yeah just really get into the mindset <laughs> they would take at berkeley there's a class called drugs in the brain they would take that class that's fun well the problematic side of surreal academia <laughs> <laughs> Ticking drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do drugs. Was Salvador Dali problematic? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Romanticizing Salvador Dali. <laughs> what would they wear? I feel like they would just be super disheveled or wear like tie dye. What did. I'm not going to look up Salvador Dali. What did he wear? He seemed unhinged to me. He's dressed pretty normal. Yeah, he's pretty irregular. I'm just going to look up surreal aesthetic to see if it's like a real thing. I feel like it's always like. The crazier you are, sometimes the more normal you look. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's just my theory for this. (laughs) You have to balance it. Yeah, yeah. You either get out all of your wackiness through your aesthetic, or you keep all your wackiness inside and you dress normally. What did you get next? I got forest grunge. Forest grunge. So, wilderness, cooperation with nature, deer... Decay, peace, earthiness, sustainability, and then grunge is like cynical, an edgy expression of the forest theme, anti-consumerism, dissatisfaction with the world. I feel like we talked about something similar to this. Yeah, the jam. Jam punk? I feel like jam punk and forest grunge would be like dating. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) They would be. Oh, that's so cute. OTP. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's oh it's like it's like a goblin core. Goblin core? That's what I was thinking of. It's it's very similar. It's forest grudge, basically. Like a little gremlin. Yeah. Around. I'm gonna look up goblin core. <laughs> oh. It's like very folklore-y. Almost like a mix of mushroom core and fairy core. Yeah. But yeah. like more green. Okay, yeah. This this feels exactly like it. Do can you think of a problematic side of forest grunge. I don't know. It, it feels very like, who was the transcendentalist guy again? Walden. Ooh. He was like, oh, I don't like society. I'm gonna go into nature. <laughs> <laughs> but really, he did his laundry at his mom's house like on the weekends. Mm. But that that's like, it's pretty negative. I feel like it's, it'd probably be okay. Yeah. Okay. They'd go on picnics. They'd go on picnics, yeah. They'd exchange foraging <laughs> tips. 
It would be, remember that couple at the craft fair? Yes. With the, the candles at the <gasps> oh gym? Oh my god, yeah! This is exactly it! Okay, for context, Lisa and I went to a craft fair together in Oakland, and there was a stand that had on one side candles, and on the other side, jam. And the owners of the booth, was they were like a couple, and like one husband did the jam side, and one husband did the candle side, and like they... Yeah, just sold them together. They have this a lot of fruit trees in their backyard, so they would use like the fruits for the jams, and then use like the rinds to make like the essences for the candles. Oh my god, yeah, OTP. <laughs> okay, I got blood core, but I think oh, I think we know what that would look like. <laughs> should I do another one or should yeah. I do blood? Okay, I got clean core. I think Ooh. that's like a real thing. Yeah, I remember seeing that in the yeah. wiki. Should I do another one then? Or can we talk about clean core? Well, actually, clean core, I can see, like, Marie Kondo as, like, an icon of clean core. Yeah. Or, I mean, there are already those YouTube videos of people who, like, love to clean Yeah, houses. clean with me. Yeah. I remember on the wiki, it's just, like, a picture of soap. <laughs> like, a blue bar of soap. Yeah, so the first, so the, the words associated with the clean part of clean core are soap, sponges, hand sanitizer, water it could also involve childhood safety so like sanitary environments and like childlike imagery mm. of rubber ducks and bath toys which makes sense oh yeah cute cute maybe their mascot like the magic eraser guy oh yeah mr, mr. clean mr clean is clean core <laughs> i can see like associated outfits with clean core is like really minimalist white outfits and like aprons rubber gloves mm. i got old core old core so, <laughs> things from your grandparents' time, vintage technology, telephones, jazz, 1930s to 1940s visuals. <laughs> That's cute. Vintage. Yeah, it's like grandma, grandpa, come on, yeah. basically. <laughs> like very like uh, cluttered houses oh, filled with like little yeah, knickknacks yeah, yeah. and things. Dated prints, cozy Yeah, fabrics. little record player. Yeah. Knitting. Oh my gosh, knitting. Maybe an activity would be volunteering at the senior center <laughs> or learning how to cook your grandma's dishes. There's like um those grandmas who make pasta. <gasps> yeah. It'd be something like that. Like you would learn how to make pasta the traditional way. Oh yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Or like forgotten techniques. Yeah. Just doing things the analog stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's a good point. A good point. <laughs> doing things by hand. Hand washing her clothes. <laughs> oh God. I got bug academia. So bug is insects, small creatures, natural dirty environments, leaves, (laughs) detritus, detritus, and dirt. And then academia Mm. would be passion for learning about the bug theme, using the bug to shape your perspective and philosophy. So like the opposite of blathers from Animal Crossing. He's like the owl curate, like museum curator in the Animal Crossing, like New Horizons game. (laughs) And he hates bugs. (laughs) He's anti-bug academia. He's like, okay, well, if I must tell you about this awful creature, I will. (laughs) I feel like it's um, like a lot of probably those like boxes where you have like bugs pinned in them. Yeah, yeah. Or like an ant farm. Like a butterfly garden. Yeah, yeah. What would a person who's in the bug academia aesthetic wear the khaki. yeah a lot of khaki a lot of cargo <laughs> <laughs> i'm just thinking of like another jungle experience. yeah like that little hat yeah. 
definitely glasses. Like that little like red necktie yeah. scarf thing. Basically blathers and a net. as human form. <laughs> oh my god, a net, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. I got Yeah Punk. Yeah Punk. <laughs> like like <laughs> the cat. <laughs> so it's Nya as in anime, cats, mischief, femininity, cuteness, and Lolita fashion. And then punk is themes of rebellion against the status quo and progress to a certain future involving the Nya thing. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I feel like it's basically like e-girls. Yeah. And boys. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the black accessories with the t-shirt that has some Japanese typography on it layered yeah. over a long sleeve. Yeah, super bright hair colors and yeah. exaggerated makeup yeah. to make you look super cute and young. Yeah. yeah. The the problematic aspect is the, the Lolita aspect. Yeah. We don't stand that. <laughs> Next. <laughs> okay, I got real core. So real as in Ooh. like ordinary life or realistic artwork. And then the 19th Ooh. century for some reason. So... Huh. I guess like real core could be like posting your Finsta content on your main mm. Instagram <laughs> or well, yeah. some realistic artwork. Like 19th century, that's like 1800s. Yeah, I don't know right? why the 1800s are more real than other times. Than, than our actual real times. <laughs> like let's not, like if we're going to be real, let's not <laughs> leave our reality <laughs> for the 1800s. Did the 1800s experience like a period of realism in in artwork not really because that's when impressionism was popular right and like impressionism <laughs> is the opposite of real or maybe that yeah. was when the shift was happening it sounds like a lot like norm core yeah yeah which is just wearing average fashion <laughs> yeah. and calling it an aesthetic <laughs> wearing your, just your, your t-shirt and blue jeans <laughs> i like it yeah yeah it's like no filter look oh yeah i woke up like this yeah like just taking pictures and like not even editing them yeah. or like color correcting them. That's honestly, I really like that. This is real core. This is real core. <laughs> and maybe like a dark side to it could be everything is intentional. Every picture you take is cropped in some way. And like, even if you're taking a picture of your, your face, you're not taking a picture of like, you're, you're still angling your yeah, face a yeah, certain way to way. catch your best side. You probably have, like, five, like, ten different pictures in your camera roll <laughs> and you pick the best one. <laughs> There's some layer of curation involved, even if you're keeping it real. Yeah. I got beach sexual. Beach sexual. Wow. <laughs> so, beaches, coastline, and recreational water activities can also involve summer and sports. And then sexual implies obsession with the beach theme, making it your entire aesthetic. Exaggerated indulgence. Interesting that that's how they describe the suffix of sexual. I'm thinking Nicki Minaj, let's go to the beach. <laughs> Ooh, hell yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just going to the beach all the time. <laughs> going to Hawaii, what else? Like uh, Cabo bunch of like islands i think it's those people who collect sand from all the beaches they've been to oh i knew like a few people who did that like i remember going to my friend's house and she just had this whole box of like little jars oh she'd label them that's the problematic side you're like, not supposed to do you're that taking right? sand sand is a precious resource they're yeah. polluting the waters with their presence 
<laughs> I feel like there's probably some aspect of over-consumerism mm-hmm. with beach sexual because you have to buy like all your like swimsuits. Yeah, yeah. Like you're going traveling a lot probably mm-hmm. and so you're like flying a lot yeah. and that's like impacting the environment. That's so true. You're tanning probably, which could cause skin cancer. <laughs> On the other hand, I bet the drinks are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a nice life, honestly. Side note, but in Andrew's mom's... Okay, so my partner's name is Andrew. His parents are from Indonesia, and they grew up in, like, these very tiny islands, like, very beach towns. Mm -hmm. And in Andrew's mom's hometown, there is, like, this restaurant on the beach where you can, like, ring a bell... Mm -hmm. And in the distance, you'll see a boat, like a tiny little like dinghy paddle over to you. And then they'll have ice cream in the boat and you can like throw money over and like they'll take it and they'll they'll scoop ice cream from their boat and give it to you. Wow. That's the kind of beach sexual I like. (laughs) Yeah. I got Myth Wave. So myth as in fairy tales, multiculturalism mystery, fantasy, legends, heroism, and postmodernism for some reason. And then Wave is the surreal, the surreal and nostalgic expression of the myth theme, also implying some musical aspects. Hmm. Myth Wave. <laughs> it makes me like, um, there's like a genre of music, like game music, oh. like adventure yeah, style, like yeah. game music that people play. There, it definitely is. Like, there's like fantasy style music, mm-hmm. so it'd be something like that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like the Zelda soundtrack, or like. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like Steven Universe a little bit because there's like some <gasps> mysticism in that show, and then like I think of the nostalgia and like surrealism of of the show too. And there's music in the show, lots of singing. <laughs> What'd you get next? I got bronze futurism bronze futurism (laughs) typically involves bronze age greco-roman imagery especially technological and military but then futurism is idealizing the future using the bronze theme whether or not it's accurate or realistic (laughs) which is so cool because it's like opposites yeah it's like it's like steampunk right like taking that victorian aesthetic but then making it the future. Yeah, yeah. Using like older materials or older ways of fabricating things to pursue mm-hmm. like technological advancements. Yeah. That's really cool because like a lot of like academia imagery or like classical imagery is just like white marble statues and stuff. But like originally mm-hmm. those were all bronze statues. Like it's just all the bronze was melted down so that it could be used for like weaponry in like times of war. Like the only mm-hmm. thing that's, that's only pieces that survived were the marble ones so it's cool it's like really rooted in antiquity it's like turning all of those weapons those bronze weapons back into the statues (laughs) i'm thinking like chariots but like jet power (gasps) that's so cool yeah (laughs) flying they'd actually be flying chariots oh my god you're so right and then what what were those like matches in the arenas joust Oh, Glad- gladiators! Like, yeah, type- yeah, yeah. yeah, it'd be something like that. But like WWE, yeah, super futuristic style. Yeah, like they're super powered with funny weapons and pretty cool. That's cool. That's a cool image. 
Yeah. I'm just trying to find like new um suffixes yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, moon ho. <laughs> moon ho. <laughs> <laughs> the moon. Beauty, nighttime, celestial bodies, stars, astrology, spirituality, emotions and clouds. Ho, expressed by love and appreciation towards the moon theme. <laughs> Wait, I love that. <laughs> I'm a moon I'm ho. A moon I love ho. the moon. We love the moon here. <laughs> Every celestial aesthetic. It's like example activities could be taking your telescope out on a clear night to go gaze at the moon. Yeah. Naming a star after your lover as a birthday gift. Aww. Well, I guess, yeah, it's not really a moon. That's, it's still part of it. It's stars oh, okay. being part of the moon, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going on a nighttime picnic and like making up pretend constellations. <gasps> yeah. Mm, it could be judging your future potential partner based on their moon sign. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I got party minimalist. So party oh, what? is friends, fun, music, recklessness, drinking, games, dancing, and teenage rebellion. Minimalist uh-huh. takes the most simple definitions of the party theme back to the basics. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. So maybe it's like, you know how some people get like really into party planning? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we have to have events. We have to have all these like meals and like appetizers and desserts and like everything has to be planned out maybe like a party minimalist is like just show up bring your own beer (laughs) we're gonna like rock out just need beer and music and that is a party honestly andrew's family like that's their style of family gatherings they're definitely party minimalists Mm -hmm. like sometimes it's a potluck sometimes it's not Sometimes there's food, sometimes there's not. <laughs> Don't really know who's going to show up until the day of. <laughs> mm. It's like any gathering of people is a party. I think, yeah, that's literally <laughs> how they treat holidays. <laughs> space style. Space style. It's basically space exploration, learning, curiosity, stars, astronomy, aliens, stargazing, faraway planets, and then style is a heavier emphasis on fashion. This is basically moon ho. <laughs> space style and moon ho can be besties. Yeah. Space style incorporates it into their style yeah, more. Yeah. They're focused on the aesthetic. Yeah, I have like my button-up shirt that's navy blue and it has like stars and planets on it. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Space style. Yeah. Maybe the problematic aspect of this could be it's all style and no substance. Space style, they know <laughs> yeah. nothing about astronomy and yet they appropriate the style of it. They just like the aesthetic. Yeah. Yay, this was so fun. This is super fun. Which one was your favorite? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, I feel like the first one, which was like Carnival Dinosaur. <laughs> was just like so out of left field and like it i guess like now now that we have this new aesthetic generator that actually follows the like aesthetic linguistics Mm -hmm. like format like i don't really consider that an aesthetic Mm -hmm. but it was fun to talk about (laughs) yeah i'm back at that original generator and i got naruto witch (laughs) like not really an aesthetic but (laughs) <laughs> okay 
an edgy mermaid, Ooh. grandpa gay, <laughs> bug garbage. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Wow. Like, they're, it seems like aesthetics, they do follow, like, yeah, certain naming convention mm-hmm. that makes it easier for people to create, like, wardrobes or, like, a lifestyle off of. I think, you know what? I think my favorite is bronze futurism. That's super cool. Yeah. That was just, like, a beautiful image in my brain. Like, a yeah. flying, fully functioning chariot. <laughs> yeah, bronze. <laughs> I'm still pretty stuck on the OTP of, was it jam punk and forest and gone, forest, grunge. forest grunge? Yeah. Yeah. I love that for them. Let's hope someone writes a fanfic about them. <laughs> Super yeah. cute. Let's do this again. Maybe there'll be more yeah. aesthetic generators next time. Thanks for listening to Internet Aesthetic. The music for this podcast is Rose Ornamental by Blue Dot Sessions. If you enjoyed listening, you can find us on Instagram at net.aesthetic or leave us a message on our website at internetaestheticpod.com. We hope you join us again next week. Bye! Bye!